I V M. All right, hello, welcome to Football Total. My name is Saru, and I have my dear friend Yash with me. Yash, what's up? Hey, man, all good. All good. Is that what you're saying? The world has changed since we recorded the last from like last week. Yeah. It's exactly a week since we recorded. Yeah, so I, I want to mark myself as safe. <laughs> you're marking yourself as safe. <laughs> Did General VK Singh like escort you back safely to India? No, so I was unlike uh, students who are pursuing medical. I have no uh, no inclination of you know becoming a doctor or whatever. So so yeah. yes. One week has happened. Uh, mm. Now, let's start with the most important thing. The World Taekwondo Association has stripped Vladimir Putin of his black belt. Oh. <laughs> Why is he not backing down still? God, does, have, have they demoted him to like a purple belt or something? <laughs> no, no. no they, actually, they didn't say. They just stripped him of a black belt. I, right. So, is that a demotion or is it like now he doesn't know Taekwondo? What is it? <laughs> He just he's just does not hold that official position anymore, I guess. Oh, so this is like how I learned the flute and refused to give exams because I I said I'm a purist. I don't do it for the exams. <laughs> so I am sure Putin will set up a rival taekwondo association and give give himself like a double black belt or something. <laughs> really black belt. <laughs> is that racist? I don't no. think so. No. No, it's not. Okay, uh, so what's happening now? Russia's Gazprom has been kicked off, and yeah. no one is. Everyone's refusing to play with Russia. The Russian clubs are kicked off from Europa and Conference League. Like it looks like Roman Abramovich is now forced to sell Chelsea. I mean, I I find it quite weird that uh, why should I mean if if they're going to sanction him, he can walk away with like three billion dollars of pounds or whatever right now. If if the sale goes through, right? What's the what is the point of forcing him to sell the club? No, he is. They are not forcing him to sell. Okay. What I mean is that these conditions, prevailing conditions, are right. forced him to like probably expedite the sale of the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but things are moving really fast. I mean, if if we go by all all the news that is coming out, I mean, there are prospective buyers. There's apparently a group in America which is gonna oversee the sale sale or whatever. Yes, but before all that, uh, mm-hmm. is this the price a country has to pay when you attack a another white country? <laughs> oh God, uh, yeah. I mean, th- th- this is way too much, uh, way too much geopolitics for me to sort of analyze. No, you don't have to analyze the geopolitics of it. Mm-hmm. We've seen wars, right? It's yeah, but the price is. I don't know why. Why really? Why would Britain care? I mean. Uh, I, th- I think Russia has been kicked off the SWIFT system and uh, there are other repercussions which are way more dire than you know being kicked out of a football tournaments. So. I know, I'm not saying Putin should care but uh, like as a general follower of football this mm-hmm. seems like as much as you would like to say sports and politics shouldn't mix, right? Clearly, the only thing here is that that it's it's a European uh, tournament, the Europa League and uh, yeah, this Conference League. So if uh, the clubs draw a club from a country which is involved in a war, there is like the obvious danger of 
there's the obvious, obvious danger to the lives of the traveling contingent or the club etc so that is one reason why you could yeah argue. but play in dubai like pakistani cricket team for the last 15 <laughs> years they've been playing in dubai so just play in dubai oh god or play in saudi oh god yeah. so, okay. before that uh, let's talk about roman abramovich clearly he he thinks that selling is a good idea mm-hmm. not on any sanctions list as of now from britain mm-hmm. right so if he sells the club to some 86 year old swiss billionaire like would oh, that guy will die before the deal closure like <laughs> can they find younger owners <laughs> or is this what you get when you're trying to like do fire sale no, but so many wild uh, speculations are flying around is this some american who owns the dodgers i think yeah la dodgers uh, then this conor mcgregor the last thing is <laughs> no that's okay that's, that's fake news from that's like you and me chatting on whatsapp yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, this will take a lot of time. I think uh, I think Roman will have to see out this season. Yeah, and he's also an Israeli citizen, so he can always play that card, right? Yeah, but has he been allowed since the previous sanction or whatever? No, no, right? I mean, I guess it's it's more about him being tired of all these restrictions and. Yeah, I guess. So. I mean, the last time he saw Chelsea live was in Abu Dhabi at the Club World Cup. But that was just now, right? Yeah. So look here, this. So Roman Abramovich says, "Oh God, the sanctions are like too much and stuff." So he mm-hmm. says that the Chelsea supporters' trust is going to manage the club for some time or whatever, right? Then the like, two oldies from Chelsea supporters' trust, like they, they, they are like standing up there, like we, we are going to resign. <laughs> We've not been informed. Why should we manage a Russian <laughs> only? I'm like, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, what's your problem? Just manage the damn thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess they were refusing to be like just rubber stamps because I'm I'm sure uh, he has appointed enough employees who will take care of it rather than these uh, yeah supporters club people yeah and oh, then there was also momentous news that mm-hmm. finally Manchester United refused and terminated a contract. with aeroflot like oh my god it, it takes a war for united to not <sighs> accept any money <laughs> yeah i mean what can you say i think united have some hazard sponsors right? yes sure. now they'll be supported by okay. tata air india <laughs> <laughs> or someone else yeah so amid all this there was a league cup final the mm-hmm. mickey mouse cup mm-hmm. which went into like uh, if you remember the manchester united europa league penalty oh thing yeah. so it went on and on and on like liverpool scored like some really good penalties chelsea's like penalties some could have been said the liverpool mm-hmm. keeper who was that guy gallagher what's def I forgot the name. Ha, so whatever. So finally mm-hmm. it took Kepa right. to do a rugby rugby penalty instead of a football <laughs> penalty. Do you feel bad for Kepa? No, because what is his deal, man? Why why was he play why was he in the penalty shootout? I don't understand. I mean there there are all these rumors flying that he's supposed to be wicked in saving penalties in training. But I mean as we saw a couple of years ago or whatever what, what was it 3 years ago when that whole fiasco with Sari had that happened. that you know and mendy's mendy's one of the world's best keepers right so why yeah, is this thing happening you you can't say 
thing about because even when the sari penalty happened kepa almost saved two of city's penalties but in that same year in the europa league they played mm-hmm. a german team i forget i think rb leipzig if i'm not wrong and that game went into penalties mm-hmm. and kepa saved chelsea and they went on to win the europa league so maybe there is some truth to that he is decent at penalties okay Well, but enough. But, but uh, like, come on, man. Well, if the if it ends at eleven ten, you know that it's not really fair enough. But I, I I guess there are other talking points in the match, right? Like the refereeing and VAR and blah. I I thought there was only one talking point, which is Sadio Mane kicking. Whose balls did he kick? Chaloba. Yeah, like Chaloba's like the groin area, mm-hmm. and it was not even referred to VAR. So let's talk about VAR. Why do you think that was not even referred to VAR? Like some some fellow should have said no. Hey, maybe maybe something mm-hmm. should be done about this. Yeah, I mean here we are another weekend where we're talking about VAR. Uh, no, I we think... haven't spoken. We have consciously not spoken about VAR. Thinking it. Yeah. Is okay. Not... Let's say the world is talking about VAR. I I I don't know what's happening. It's just uh, maybe there is some parameters like. Um, <laughs> these many seconds before, if uh, the ball is in play or something. No, no, no. You can stop it. You can bring it back. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, uh, about the ball being there for Sadio Mane to attempt. Maybe there is some threshold there that you know, if it if it was this close or this these many seconds or milliseconds before. The impact happened. The ball was there to be won. We don't refer it because you know we don't want people to stop uh, okay. tackling or going for the ball. I, I don't know. Okay, we'll get back to Liverpool. But since we are talking about VAR, Manchester City, how do they do it? God knows. I mean, but look at this man. I mean, whatever that refereeing organization, Pojmal or whatever it's called, <laughs> they actually came out and apologized to Frank Lampard. I mean, this is the nepotism of the highest order. I think. I mean, just because it's Frank Lampard, you apologize him for you know your wrong decisions. You're not apologized to anyone before. Yeah, even my man Jose did not get apology. He got sanctioned. Yeah, and <laughs> God damn it! I mean, it was okay. Like there, there are. I mean, there were some City fans arguing about you know who whose hand did it hit? Rodrigo, no? Rodri, Rodri, like Rodri. Supposed to be supposed to have hit him above the sleeve and. The no, he did not. <laughs> whatever. I mean, yeah, it was a lot less blatant than a lot of uh, handballs that we have seen in the past. So, so we didn't have VAR in the past. No, when we even after VAR started. So that's the justification for. Yeah, this. that's the justification. That's the only justification. But yeah, I mean, I I really don't care. I I'm happy about that result because I, uh, I mean, Everton is whatever blah. I don't like Frank, and uh, I I want City to win the title. So. It's better if they win by cheating like this because this will, you know, spoil their title. No, it won't. When you know it won't. <laughs> <laughs> What? Why? Why do you choose Everton over Liverpool? Not Everton, Manchester no, City over Liverpool. Just because if Liverpool win this season, they will, you know, be the joint highest uh, title. Uh, they'll have whatever that historical joint highest number of title wins in the country. They are not joint highest yet. No. Oh, they are at nineteen. Huh? So United is at twenty. Oh, so you okay? Fine, I get it. Okay, so is Liverpool going to win the quadruple? Yes. <laughs> no, they're they're not going to win the league for sure. Dude, it's only three points. 
I don't know. This is so weird, man. This uh, this round of sixteen of the Champions League, you play once and then you wait for three weeks to play the yeah, second. Yeah, why? Why? I I don't understand this. But once this is over, there, there's going to be a fixture congestion for all teams, and this is when uh, you know the Guardiola will bring his Cole Palmer and Fernandinho <laughs> out of the cold storage and win matches when uh, this guy Klopp will have. Salah and Mane playing four games in a week and shit like that, and they'll obviously. Oh, lose. talking about fixture congestion, there is one team which will not have a fixture congestion at all, which is Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> they lost to Middlesbrough. Yeah, but I I don't blame them, man. Middlesbrough has had two big, big scalps in the FA Cup. So. Did you see that tweet? Who next? <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, they totally deserve that uh, kind of flex. This is, I mean, to beat. Uh, Conte also now, whatever you may say about that uh, team. It seems easy to beat Conte. <laughs> Four out of five last yeah, and, and plus Other than uh, Pep, everyone knows how to beat Conte. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's bad. And uh, I mean, who else? I mean, there's Crystal Palace left in the competition for them. There's... Uh, there's a West Ham-Southampton game tonight. So, non, non-top four. There are other two teams that they can play. So, maybe there's a Semi-final trip to Wembley on cards for the Middlesbrough. Okay. All right. Newcastle. Our yeah. boys. Our boys yeah. beat Brentford 2-0. After a well-deserved red card for a Brentford player. Newcastle. Oh, thank, God. thank God that. Uh, thank God that was not a problem. And it was a relatively easy ride for us this weekend. Yeah. It was It was quite easy. Joe Willock also scored. Yeah, finally he scored such a wonderful goal. Willock is getting back to his last season's goal-scoring form. And um, and there was a wonderful header by Joe Linton as well to oh, open Joe. the scoring. Bhai, Joe, like Joe Linton. A brilliant cross by Fraser. Fraser is running around. That is one around. thing. You know, Ryan mm. Fraser, if you look at him over the last one month, he... Mm-hmm. He's like this unsung because even on the on this podcast we've spoken about Joe Linton, Shelby, yeah, Willer, yeah, yeah. and all of them, right? Mm-hmm. But Ryan Fraser is doing it week in and week out, and obviously the results show Newcastle are now 14th on the table. Man, amazing! I I feel so safe now. No, you shouldn't yet. <laughs> With the two results uh, that Burnley have had, with the draw on the weekend and last night they lost against Leicester, so. You know, all those games that they had avoided during the Omricon break, they, they, they have sort of uh, caught up. Oh, yes. Now that you mentioned, so Newcastle are 25 games with 25 points and Burnley are 25 with 21 points and Brentford are 27 to 24. Yeah, I mean, now that you put it that way, we are kind of, you know, safe. Oh, you know, you know who... If you look at the Premier League form table, yes, mm-hmm. Liverpool is at number one. And yeah. you know who is at number two? Newcastle. Newcastle. Yes. So, are you an Eddie believer now? Yeah, man. We, we need a better term for that now. What yeah. would be a good term for an we can't Eddie believer? We need to use the word how. The howsters. Howster. <laughs> no, man. Javians. Havels. Havians. <laughs> the Havians. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, no, like, dude, I mean, even this was created. Mourinho's fans like me are called Morinistas, right? So, this bloody English. Edenista. <laughs> English fellows, they just can't even come up with anything cool. 
So, yes. Did you watch any other game on the weekend? So I was unfortunately I watched Manchester United versus Watford. Oh yeah, but I saw an analysis which said that this Manchester United draw against Watford is not Ragnik's fault. I I didn't I didn't read it. I didn't hear it. So I don't know. I just read the headline. So if someone is trying to say this, what would you make of it? I mean, it's right. Uh, clearly, Watford did not threaten uh, threaten United. So United were pretty safe at the back. A number of uh, chances were created, and uh, yeah, I mean, even your, energy level, even your energy levels have gone down. Just yeah, for- because it was such a bad game, and and it it just seemed like that after a couple of easy tap-ins that were missed, that you know, it just it just seemed there was bad juju around the game. Like it's someone had cursed United that that they are not going to score. There was a shot of Bruno that hit Ronaldo and did not go in. Ronaldo had a hit a ball which hit. Uh, Anthony Elanga and did not go in. So, yeah, so that that game was just... It was the opposite of how Ole games used to be, where United used to play terrible, but still, you know, if they would concede one, they would end up scoring two goals in like 10 minutes of a decent play. So, United were dominant against against Watford, but uh, they just did not score. So, this is pretty much... The opposite of what United fans are used to for the last three, four Man, years. Man, I, I saw a game like that on Sunday night while I was watching this Carabao Cup final. Okay. So I saw Spezia versus Roma. Roma had like 31 shots on goal. And like finally what happened was like literally on the last kick, Zaniolo tried scoring with a header. The ball hit the post. Then in the rebound, the ball hit the post. And it didn't go in only. But... Then they found out on VAR that this fellow, one Spezia players, like kicked Zaniolo on the nose and he had a broken nose. So it was given a penalty and Tammy scored in like the 98th minute. So, yeah, so at least there was a penalty there. Here, this game, United had like a 2.53 XG. So they should have scored three goals. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that that game. So the game I was talking about, Roma had four point eight xg, yeah. <laughs> and Spezia had zero point three. Anyway, such things happen. Such is life. But I think United are. I think United's performances are improving under Ragnik, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the the thing is that we still uh, have to see how Arsenal perform because just just a couple of days ago, I found out that since uh, the new so basically in uh, in in 2022, Arsenal have only played four Premier League games. That's it. Yeah, so it could be five, but yeah, that's it. Like their, their games, so many of their games in Jan got cancelled, and uh, yeah, so they've only played um, uh, in total. Arsenal have only played 24 games, where Manchester United played 27, West Ham have played 27. So they're, they're far behind on that number, uh, but. Um, yeah, I mean, at one point of time, Tottenham were far behind, but they ended up losing like three on the trot. So, we don't know what's going to happen, but Arsenal are, are truly in the driving seat when it comes to uh, okay. place. Alright, anyway, we should take a break right now. After the break, mm-hmm. please keep a player of the week ready and the game you're going to watch on the weekend. So, stay tuned to Football Portal. All right, welcome back to Football Twaddle. Yes, let's yeah. kick it off. Who is your player of the week? My player of the week is Ryan Fraser for that fantastic cross and being an unsung hero in the game. 
<laughs> wow have you noticed from when newcastle have been bought <laughs> yeah literally from not from when actually two months after that from jan onwards you or i are consistently picking yeah, but, but see they're they're second on the form table and their rise has been meteoric liverpool have maybe gone from third to second uh, newcastle have gone from 19th to 14th so i mean that is some performance some delta okay uh my player of the week is jeffrey schlapp guess which team he plays for i guess roma to no dude which why will roma have a guy called jeffrey schlapp <laughs> they have a guy named tammy abraham so no no i'm talking about okay this is a premier league team if there's a name called schlapp which team would you associate him the most with burnley now it was opponents of burnley okay leicester crystal palace Oh okay and i am giving him the player of the week because mm-hmm. he stopped burnley's freaking march <laughs> they were mm-hmm. trying they were going toe to toe with newcastle in trying to um. get out of the relegation table and the one one against crystal palace obviously took a lot out of them so i credit nice. jesse schlapp for scoring this mm-hmm. amazing goal so mm-hmm. he is my player of the week okay uh and i think special mention has to be given to like you know madison and wardy they're not really players of the week but you know lester have been in terrible terrible form and yeah i mean this this sounds like a throwback to uh, 2020 or something where <laughs> these two names are like making you know the rounds as good players or whatever yeah dude i mean their their form table has been so bad people yeah. thought they'll at least end up at europa league positions but mm. so just for that sake and getting a victory So yeah, good on them. All right. Uh, so what games are you going to watch on the weekend? Oh, there is only one game, the Manchester derby, where oh, I didn't realize Manchester United, despite being the weaker team for a decade, nearly um, have really good uh, have good uh, a good number of results. I think there are in the, in the last like four years there have been four wins. If you also count the league cup. Yeah, they've had at, some very decent Etihad. results against yeah. uh, Man City. So, because Man City had Etihad, the results have been great for Manchester. United. And if you, but see, if United win this game mm-hmm. and Liverpool continue to win, mm-hmm. then the difference between Liverpool and City could potentially be only one point. So, as a United fan, won't you be supporting City to win this game? No, I'm. I'm very conflicted. I. I hope. Uh, I hope West Ham win the previous night. Just to play Liverpool, it's gonna be you know a tasty encounter. <laughs> it's it's hope against hope, but I I, I just hope that uh, uh, Man City uh, make up points elsewhere and Liverpool drop points everywhere. Oh, that way. Okay, okay. So, what's your prediction for this game? I I think United will win this two one. And who's going to score? Ronaldo. Uh, How long has it been since Ronaldo scored? Uh, he scored a couple of days back. I think against Burnley. No, not against Burnley. Someone he scored against Brighton. Oh. I think. What's the latest on his relationship with uh, <laughs> Ralph Ragnick? Dude, he's such a diva. So I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like he might be pissed off with him at one day. It can be. They can be friends again the next day. So, Achha. it really doesn't matter. It really, really, what really matters is at the end of the season what he wants to do, whether he wants to go. Oh, that way. Ah, uh, what, what's up with Mason Greenwood? Like, what's the latest on that? 
there's there's no news. It's not like he's going to join the club anytime. I think that's done. I don't think he's going to play for Manchester United again. Oh man. Okay. Acha. I am going to recommend two games to watch. Mm-hmm. The first one is going to be Tottenham versus Everton, and mm-hmm. I am going to be supporting a man I adore, Frank Lampard. Not for his managerial skills, for just being for, for just being fat Frank. <laughs> so yeah, hey, but I, I I read recently that uh, he was called Fat Frank back in the nineties. This is a yeah. this is a new revelation. I thought he was called Fat Frank because he sort of put on weight during that uh, uh, Chelsea managerial stint or something. No, no, he was called mm-hmm. Fat Frank at West Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and he was a nepo kid as well at West Ham, right? Yeah, clearly. So so when he was sold, when Chelsea bought mm-hmm. him for eleven million dollars from mm-hmm. West Ham, yeah. West Ham fans and everyone were very happy, yeah. and they're like Chelsea overpaid like crazy, and he was he was just about all right. Yeah. It was basically Mourinho yeah. who changed, who literally changed Frank Lampard's career direction. That's true. That's true. So yeah, but he was called Fat Frank then. So right. you can say it's that him being fat plus being red naps like. What do you call him? Nephew? Nephew, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, it's Tottenham versus Everton. I am going for a crazy 1-0 win for Everton. And if if the continent interests people, they can also watch Napoli versus Milan on Sunday night. Napoli and Milan both are have played 27 games and both have 57 points. Man. And... It's the top of the table clash at Serie A. So, Serie A is where all the action is, right? Dude, Serie A the season. Serie A is crazy. Like, there are like three teams. You can mm. say, like, Inter is at 26 games and 55 points. Napoli and Milan are 27 and 57. Juventus are at 27 and 50. And the thing about Juventus is, is that the top three teams are like just drawing and losing off late. So you went to put together a run. We could end up by by game week 33-34 with four teams trying to win the Serie A. Nice. So that's a good game to watch. Yep. Anything else you want to discuss? Yes. Like, no. what do you think is going to change in one week? But next week when we are talking, dude, I I hope we did something different tonight because uh, yeah, since 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 a long time, it's been getting worse every 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 <laughs> week we meet. So yeah, yeah let's, man. Let, let's hope uh, we have broken the routine somehow. Like what we what what can we do, world? What can we yeah. do to change the course of history? Please let us know. All right. On that note, yes. Take care, man. Yeah. Take care. Alrighty, guys. Bye, bye.